you got to protect them. Like, you got to give them some sort of options. And they gave him plenty of weapons to be able to throw to and get the ball out. Yeah. I think it's, it's just that he is under duress sometimes and gets bodied. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Washed Athlete Podcast, another this weekend sports episode. If you're new around here, we are the Washed Athlete Podcast. We are a group of five college guys, four on today, who like talking about sports, life, kind of whatever's going on in our world. We're all in college. We're all 20 years old. Um, I'm 21. You know, <laughs> Sorry, Raj. Jacob's also 21. Don't uh, disrespect uh, us. We're gaining, this is like one week ago. We were we were like gotten we had a bunch of 20 year olds, and now we've got 21 year olds. So look at us now. But um, we have a mainline episode um, where we just kind of talk about our life in college and whatnot. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can go check that out. And then on this episode specifically, we talk about like the last week or so that's happened in sports. And fortunately. For us in our content, a lot has happened in the last week. Um, we're rolling into week 18 of the NFL season. Um, a lot of things have been happening in the NBA, so we're going to talk about it. And I think, first off, we're going to talk about the DeMar Hamlin situation. Um, there is not much to say, unfortunately, um, but we just wanted to send like our thoughts and prayers out to his family, um, to himself, hoping he gets a speedy recovery. I think watching that live, that's like the scariest thing that can happen on a football field, mm-hmm. and there was just a loss for words at that point. Yeah, because, I mean, the, obviously the media cycle's kind of, like, been through it. They're kind of hammering it home a ton. So there's not much for us to really add at this point, because obviously all we hope is that he just, he's able to live. Like, at this point, I just want that guy to be able to say, like, say hi to his family again uh, and just be okay. Um, I think football is kind of completely out of the question at this point. Um, and, like, for his sake, um, I I really hope he doesn't even consider playing football again as much as I know he probably loves it. But he, there there are things that are more than football, even though that could – like, that was, like, probably his dream to play. But it's, like, at this point, it's more than football. It really is. Yeah. And as a fellow, as a fellow Pitt, um, as a Pitt alumni, it definitely, yeah. like, definitely hits a little bit different. Um, so I know the entire Pitt – family is like reaching out for the guy and um if you're interested we have a link in our description for his gofundme um he's organizing a toy drive and it's raised over six million dollars at this point um but if you're interested you can donate there that's where everyone's kind of donating their money to support him and support uh he's giving it's back good. to like the city of pittsburgh so yep yep um but going off of that topic oh go ahead Rob. go ahead yeah, i was just gonna say i was pretty happy with how i guess the NFL fan uh, family has kind of responded to yeah. the situation. Everybody seems like to have been pretty supportive. As you see, like everybody's been donating to their charity. And it kind of reminded me, like I didn't I didn't watch it live, but it kind of reminded me of the uh, Christian Erickson situation a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's still playing soccer. So hopefully um, uh, DeMar Hamlin gets back to a, a situation where, you know, he can do whatever he'd like to. Uh, but, you know, as you guys have said, prayers to it. Um, him, his family, um, his team, teammates, and then you know, everybody else. Yeah. Yep. And um, everyone's, I you know everyone's glad that the game was canceled. Um, yeah. Give those, give those players a shot, and we'll get into it a little bit later when we start talking about these future games coming up. But those guys, they they weren't ready to go back on the field, nor they should have been. They didn't. There's no way. They didn't sign up for a career of seeing someone have uh, CPR done on the field. So. We're going to transition a little bit now into week 18 because this is the last week of the NFL. It's been a long journey, um, but finally we are down to our last few games. And honestly, there's still a lot of movement that can happen in week 18. Um, A lot of teams on the bubble, a lot of seedings up for grabs. So we're going to kind of talk about those important games. If you're a fan of the teams that we're not talking about, sorry, your team probably sucks. So um, like, (laughs) go cry. I don't know. Um, So 
the first game we had to talk about, and this game is like, this is the game. This is the Chargers and Raiders game of last year. It's the Jaguars versus Titans. Obviously, yeah. not like hard hitters, but this is like win or go home. Like, no, like this is, they need, like, like I know last year was like a weird situation if the Chargers and Raiders tied, both of them could get in or something like that. But like, mm-hmm. whoever wins this game goes to the playoffs and gets to host a home playoff game. Yeah. That, that it really is going to be crazy because, like, at the beginning of the season, it looked like the Titans were a runaway uh, for the AFC South. But then somehow they've just been going on a slide as of late. And Jacksonville now looks legit with Trevor Lawrence. And it's, it's going to be a really interesting game because the Jags look white hot right now. And the Titans are throwing out, I think, what is it, Joshua Dobbs as quarterback? Mm. What's his name? Dobbs, Dobbs. yeah. Josh yeah, Dobbs, yeah. Dobbs. He did not look good in this past game. Um, so I think the Jags might be able to claw their way into this and win. Yeah, and I wanted to I put it on our notes today, but the line is six and a half, which That's I believe a big spread. And the Titans are at home, I'm pretty sure. So the Titans have this home game. They're still six and a half dogs, and it's like a like you're throwing everything at them, like at your entire playbook to get in. Um, so like, obviously the Jaguars are pretty big favorites when you can put all that into perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It really is. <laughs> Cause I think what Derek Henry's out basically all the Titans no, he's receiver. In. He's, oh, he's in. in this week. Okay. That's the big thing. Okay. He's he didn't play last week, but they're basically yeah. just saving him for this game. And Derek Henry has a track record against the Jags to be able to run all over him. So we're going to see. <laughs> It's we never like it's either going to be a Derrick Henry legacy game or a Trevor Lawrence legacy game, and we need to see which one it is. Derrick Henry's got to buy that offensive line, like all everything they want, just to power them through for like one game because they're going to be leaning on that offensive line the entire day. Yeah, um, and it's not like the Jaguars like front four is like anything they're like rave home about. So they're just I think they're going to run the ball thirty times. Yeah. Um, throughout the course of that game and i don't know we'll see i i think everybody's on it's gonna be a run for most of the game i mean josh dobbs i was watching that game he has an arm kind (laughs) of but it's the titans they don't have a single receiver so aj brown was right yeah um that game's like it's just like it'll be an exciting game to watch because again like the stakes for that are so huge um it's 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 like a playoff game essentially uh that's what it is um kind of like a play-in game Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next game is Patriots versus Bills, which on paper looks rough, but I think when you start breaking it down a little bit, there's multi there's a lot of facets. Number one, without like we have to mention, like, this is a weird game for the Bills. They just yeah. got their game against the Bengals. That was like the game of the year, it just got canceled and postponed because their teammate went into cardiac arrest. So like how are they gonna bounce back from that? I don't know. Like I don't know what that does to the players, I don't know what that does to team morale, and like we still don't know what's happening with that Bengals game. So I could see a situation in which maybe the Bills are a little bit rusty because they didn't really play last week. Um, yeah. They're emotionally rattled. Like, I don't know how that game is going to sit with them. Um, so that's like an aspect to look at the game. And then the Patriots have it out here. And I don't think it's all too crazy to say that they could get in because they would have to beat the Bills, which would be the, the hardest thing for them to do. But again, as I talked about, oh, I have to mention Josh Allen sneaky had a little bit of a knee thing before DeMar Hamlin went down, his knee like got pushed back and locked a little bit. I don't know what his like status on his knee looks like. And I'm sure yeah. 
the Bills organization is not really going to worry about that right now with all the DeMar Hamlin stuff going on. So I don't know if Josh Allen's 100%. He obviously had the ulnar collateral ligament issue in the beginning of the year. Um, his knee, I, I didn't think his knee thing looked good at all when um, I saw him limping off the field. Um, so, so I think that that's an interesting aspect. And then to have the Steelers in Miami lose, and we'll talk about those games in a little bit. I think those are big possibilities. So like, there is an out here for the Patriots. It's not high, but there is an out. Uh, I don't – they need to not get in the playoffs. I don't want anything to do with that team at this point because they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. They just don't. They're so bad. Like, they will go out there with the checkdown master of Mac Jones and somehow it's – um what is it? Uh, Rashad Moore-Stevenson, their yeah. running back. That came out of nowhere and is so good this year. And uh, it's like, get them out. Stay out of the playoffs. We don't want you here. You're bad. Stay out. Well, I don't is like there the a Patriots. T- is, there a team, <laughs> is there a team that the NFL base collectively agrees, like, no one wants in the playoffs? Because I don't Cowboys. think there's one. Well, the, the, that's not really an option at this point. Yeah. But, I know. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying I don't think – Anybody outside of the Patriots fans really want to see the Patriots in the playoffs? <laughs> not, it's not even like they're an entertaining team to watch. They're just boring. Like, <laughs> oh, Mac not, Jones it doesn't make deep down the field and check down. Yeah, it's like it doesn't make for good football to watch. Like, it's not entertaining. It'll be like a snooze fest. And if they do end up somehow beating a team in the wild card round, it's like, okay, well, it's going to be because that team is playing down to the Patriots. Not like the Patriots are going to be lighting up the scoreboard or like even having like a great defense. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, they, you know, they'll push them out there for a little bit. The team will kick a field goal and whatever. It's like, okay, cool. And then one of their best skill positions, Marcus Jones is injured. So like the most exciting guy on the Patriots is just not, not available. Like, oh my God. They better not make it. I'm, I'm going to be so mad. I guess I don't know who that is, to be completely honest with you. What? That's, Marcus Jones. Dude, he's like, the old, he's, he's like the first guy since like Dion to have like a punt a punt return a mm. offensive touchdown and a cornerback, like a pick six touchdown. You know he played oh. for Bamba, Jacob. What? Wow. Wow. Fake <laughs> wow. man no way, there. Marcus Jones. Fake rough man. Yeah, he, he, he did. Marcus Jones. A fake fan. Fake fan. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, Vikings versus Bears. And I wanted to only mention this here because I didn't want to disrespect the Vikings fans, but there is some movement that can happen here if the Vikings lose, 49ers win, Eagles lose. There is some movement in standings that can happen. That being said, they're locked into three or two. Um, it just depends which one they have, which, I mean, the Vikings, in my opinion, with the way they've been playing, are going to need every single thing they can get. So I think trying to get that two seed would be really big for them so they can at least have, like, a fighting chance if they make it out of the first round because I, I don't think the Vikings look that good. I don't know about you guys, but... No, they've been on a slide as of late, and they can't really put it together. Yeah, Kirk they can only play like at 1 p.m. Yeah, if he doesn't play at 1 p.m., he's a fraud. <laughs> like, I don't know what's wrong with him, but he just can't do it otherwise. And it's not even That's... like he doesn't get enough sleep because it's at 1 p.m. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you. That defense is like all time bad too. Like it's just oh yeah, they they're just giving up points left and right. And mm-hmm. but I mean, Jake, I mean not Jacob, Peter. That's gonna be an interesting matchup for the Giants because I think that is pretty much locked in at this point. 
Yeah, because I think what it's the 49ers win and it's automatically Vikings are uh, into that three mm-hmm. seed. And the fact yeah. that the Vikings, what they kicked a 61 yard game winning field goal against mm-hmm. the Giants earlier, and we didn't have Xavier McKinney, who is going to be back for that game, who's our best free safety and has a big impact on the game. And we might get a Dory Jackson back for the playoffs by that point, who's our number one corner. And you guys can rest this week. And we can, we can, uh, I don't know, a day ball, I don't know about. You can rest, doesn't mean you will. We can, only thing that I'm thinking of is, do you remember when you guys benched your players and we got knocked out of the playoffs? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the Giants forgot about that. Um, Oops. So, again, does it matter at all? No. But I guess we'll see what each coach decides to do because realistically what they should do is just have the starters play for like the first half and then like just send in your backups. Cause like there's yeah. no use getting your players injured at this point. Like if you're already locked into a certain position, like who cares? Just see what happens. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll just move that down to that game. E- Giants versus Eagles. That's going to be very interesting because the Eagles have been on a little bit of a skid. Um, it's injury based. I'm not even going to say it's talent. Like, I think it's completely injury-based. Um, the team is completely ravaged with injuries, and the Giants are obviously have their position locked in. Um, and they can't even move up in seeding. They can't go up to five, I don't think. I think they're just in the sixth seed. Um, but Dayball said they wasn't resting as starters. Um, the Eagles need to win this game because I think with all the injuries, they really need that first-round bye. Um, so it'll be very, very interesting. And if we don't win, we're going to have to show up to uh, – we're going to show up as a two seed to go play. Two seed. Um, That's yeah. if the Cowboys don't uh, lose. Well, well, no, because the 49ers could jump us, right? We, we can still really? lose the division. We haven't clinched the NFC East yet. Oh, yeah, we haven't, we haven't clinched the NFC East yet. So if we lose, uh-huh. we drop down to the sixth, no, fifth seed. So oh, yeah. We, it, well, that, then we so, could be so playing Tampa have, Bay. That's what I'm saying. You still have to play Tampa Brady. Again. Yeah, that would be a rematch from last year after the Eagles got smoked. Um, <laughs> their pack smoked in the first the first round. Um, but that, that game is huge, um, especially as an Eagles fan. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think you, the Giants would want to see the Eagles in the playoffs after getting curb stomped the last time we, got, we played. No, uh, I'd much rather see the Vikings in the playoffs, personally. Uh, yeah. I want to see them first round. Uh, they are frauds. I want them <laughs> in the first round, please. For the love of God, 49ers, get your job done. I uh, just want the see... Cardinals. They're terrible. I just want to see Bucks versus uh, Cowboys. That's all I yeah. care about. I think, ever... <laughs> I think everyone wants to see Bucks versus Cowboys. Because will Tom Brady keep up his streak of never losing to the Cowboys? Or I, I sure. He's never. Tom Brady has never lost to the Cowboys in the regular season. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah, um, that that will be a great game. Um, and like, I think one that like that line, that betting line is going to favor the Cowboys. But I think you're going to see a lot of public money come in on the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's just collectively not going to want the Cowboys to win. Exactly. But kind of moving back up the list, we got uh, Dolphins versus Jets. Which for the Dolphins, they were eight and three, eight and three, and just have plummeted. Now part of that's injury to Tua. But just to th- to sit here and say that the the like Dolphins pretty much they they need to win and then they need the Bills to win. 
And I'm like, if that doesn't happen, like, that's going to be a collapse of epic proportions. Yeah. And it's going to be very obvious that, like, they are they didn't do a good job at protecting Tua. And, like, they need yeah. to figure out that offensive line then. Because, like, if he's three concussions into the season, like, that's insane. Like, I think, what, Kenny has two concussions, and the Steelers' offensive line is significantly worse. So, like, I don't know what's going on there, guys. <laughs> Got to figure something out. Because if you're putting all your eggs into into the one basket saying that Tua's your guy, you got to protect him. Like, you got to give him some sort of options. And they gave him plenty of weapons to be able to throw to and get the ball out. Yeah. They have decent running backs to be able to carry the load. I think it's it's just that he is under duress sometimes and gets bodied. I mean, also, if you look at the schedule, they've had, like, a tough – like, they've had to play tough opponents down the stretch. Like, they had to play the Niners – the Chargers, the Bills, the Packers, like back to back to back to back weeks, and then um, Tua got injured in one of the games. So, yeah, I don't know what's going to no. happen with the Dolphins. I think, yeah, like, and it. Yeah, what were you saying? Uh, I was saying like the Jets too. Like they're they're out of the playoffs, but for a team this year who has exceeded expectations, I don't think they're just going to play this game as a joke. Mike White is playing for a fringe starter position or high backup position. Um, being paid, and that team of young guys are going to try to go out and win the and win the football game because you end your season as like a flat. I think it'll be a flat. Um, oh, what is the record? They might be eight and nine. Um, yeah, but still, it'd be a great season. Like, I don't think they're going to be like pull. They're, they're going to try to win the game and upset a division rival. Um, so the Dolphins don't like don't just have this mailed in. Yeah. They need to go out there and win this game. Like they like, and then they, they need the help from the bills. So like they have kind of just let their season slide. And I think that did start with the 49ers game. Cause I think, I don't remember exactly what the score was of that game, but it was like a defensive masterclass and how to shut down the dolphins. And then every team since then has just been doing that exact same thing. And yeah. they just can't do anything to stop that. So it's looking a little rough because remember the beginning of the season where the Dolphins were supposed to be like the next best team, like right next to the Eagles, and then they just tanked. Yeah, and now it looked like a conversation where it was like Tua for MVP. Oh, definitely like no chance he's not like the quarterback. And I, I still believe in Tua, but the concussion thing is really bad. Yeah. And you have to start thinking about you have to start thinking about Tua needs to start thinking about protecting himself and his life after football. And the Dolphins have to be concerned about if Tua can play during the year. Yeah. Um, like when we talk about Kenny Pickett having a lot of concussions, Kenny doesn't look like he's been violently thrown to the ground as much as Tua has. And, um, uh, and Tua's had a lot more scary situations with the hands and, um, like getting stretchered off and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, like he's had some bad, bad head and neck injuries. So, Mm-hmm. Uh, that I mean that'll be an interesting off uh, off season story. Yeah, that will definitely be a, like a serious off season story because like where do you go from there? Because it's like you have everything you could have the tools to be able to put together a playoff caliber team, hell, a Super Bowl caliber team. But yeah. what's going up? Like, is it like you can't adjust to defenses? But then McDaniel's supposed to be this offensive masterclass, mastermind, and he has put together a great offense. Like, Tyreek Hill's leading the league in receiving yards. Like, 
Well, not anymore, but oh, not anymore. But like he was for a while. Like he was like, and then the the duo of him and Waddle are basically unguardable. But then it just was like yeah. I don't like what's happening. Like, I don't get it. Like it's like none of this adds up. Like you have the entire blueprint there, and then the Forty ers show up, and then you just suck. Like what happened? Yep, and the Dolphins are signing Mike Glennon. To, it seems to come in and try to quarterback Mike Glennon. Oh. Yeah. That <laughs> was proud. dude. Oh, for Mike for context, Lennon. that dude played backup quarterback for the Giants last season. That he might be one of the worst quarterbacks <laughs> I've ever seen on the field. Like genuinely, that dude. Okay, which first of all, I don't know how because his neck is so long, he should be able to see the entire field. But he is so bad. Like he is so bad. I don't know if they signed him to his practice squad because they needed a better <sighs> backup since Teddy and Tua can't go. But. I wouldn't be shocked if Mike Lennon gets to start out there instead of Skylar Thompson. Mike Lennon legacy game loading. <laughs> exactly. Mike Lennon and Skylar Thompson are your two options at this point. <laughs> oh my god, this organization. That's at bad. this point, you might as well forfeit the game. Like, you're not winning with either of those guys at quarterback. I don't care who you have catching the ball. If Zach but, were to start for the Jets... I'm picking my yeah. like easy over. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know that I was never high on Zach Wilson. So I think we might have tape of you not being high on Zach Wilson. Yeah. So. We'll yeah, I think tape. it's definitely out there if you would like I'm not the biggest fan because he doesn't go to a big school. Yeah. Like something like that. Something, something along those almost lines. identical to that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back. I'll have to go back and like look to find that. Because you said the I, same I, thing about I, Willis. Yes. About uh, Malik Willis. Oh, yeah. And Trey Lance, honestly, I wasn't a huge tra- um, Well, Trey Lance has played like one snap of football. Yeah, he's played like yeah. a couple of games. He's played like, I think he played what, one and a half games, I think? A, a preseason game and then like one full NFL game. Yeah. yeah. But Brock yeah. Purdy, though. Mr. Relevant. Mr. Mr. Relevant. He's legit, apparently. They're, they're not on the list because maybe the best team in football is playing the Arizona Cardinals this week. But um, they, they look – I don't – okay, Panthers fans uh, must be down so horrific right now because it's like Chris McCaffrey's like, oh, he's injury prone. He doesn't do well, whatever. He gets to the 49ers and has scored a touchdown in every single game that he has played in. <laughs> Like, that team's oh. so good. You forget. You forget that McCaffrey's on that team sometimes because, like, like actually, Brock, Pur- Brock Purdy's getting all that attention, and then the defense is elite. And Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. I don't and think George Kittle. George Kittle. Oh, I forgot about George Kittle. Yeah, just like elite quarterback play. No, he's just they good. Really and they're just that good. It's because yeah, that's the whole thing about Brock Purdy. It's like he just doesn't make mistakes. Like he just mm-hmm. he just doesn't. Like, he just goes out there and just, like, executes the game plan perfectly. Like, every time. And then... And even, like, it, his interception last week, he he threw a genuine bad ball, but he didn't make a bad read. No, like, it was the correct read, just, like, obviously a rookie yeah. out there. Yeah, he just he threw the ball incorrectly, which, like, obviously that's part of, like, being a talented quarterback. But, like, it wasn't like he he didn't see it underneath safety or anything. He making bad decisions. Like, he just didn't throw the ball well. Yeah. And it's it is truly wild to just see Mister Irrelevant walk out there, and he has he's got like Moxie 
I don't know how yeah. else to say that, but he like walks out there like he is a dog. I don't know if that's just because he's doing well or if he was always like that, like no matter what really happens. But I mean, he has been leading that team now. And it's terrifying to think that the 49ers could have had another top three pick besides Trey Lance and just inserted Brock Purdy in later. Like they could have had some other amazing talent on their team and just didn't. Yeah, I mean, Ugh. they could have drafted Trent, Will- uh, Trent Williams as replacement and just, like, had him in the pipeline. They could have Parsons. They could have. Oh, my God. Like, if, like if, if, if hindsight is twenty twenty, if they did that, imagine uh, him and Nick Bosa. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Yeah, they would have a lot for uh, Trey Lance. Micah Parsons was 12, so they could have saved a lot of draft capital to do that. Yeah. How much money do the Niners have? infinite money they just well, they do whatever they want they're drafting good players they're not like signing them they're just like drafting these guys and developing a lot them of players are developed yeah you're right ah. yeah yeah and they're, they they're a good organization um yeah. and he's got pro bowlers all over the place so i mean hats off to the 49ers but moving on jacob it's jacob's first day back on the podcast in a minute and we're here to talk about the pittsburgh steelers because the sneaky steelers could get <laughs> could be nine and eight a thought that could was like seemingly impossible seven eight weeks ago. Two and six, and suddenly they're gonna have potentially a winning record, and they're playing a team they're favored. They're favored to go nine and eight on like a rebuild year. The Mike Tomlin yeah, well, effect. First and foremost, uh, R.I.P. Franco Harris. Um, okay, gotta put that out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I. It is the Mike Tomlin effect. He's just never had a losing season, and. <laughs> I kind of want him to just because I know if we go to the, like, let's say we go nine and eight, right. And then we somehow make the playoffs. Cause I think we need to have um, what the jets win, right? The jets need to win and the bills need to win. Okay. Yeah. And that, that's very possible. That's we're not going to yeah, win it. in the first round. We're going to get knocked out of the playoffs in the first round. And we're going to have a horrible, like we're not going to have as don't you dare say that about Kenny dude. Like he has I, like six I, touchdowns and nine interceptions. Uh, it's a rebuild season. Unironically. <laughs> okay, but uh, Jacob, my thing is, like, why are you upset about making the playoffs? Like, this is about establishing, like, you are good enough to make the playoffs when your team is horrible. No, I understand that. I, the standard is the standard. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've said that before on the pod. But, um, <laughs> you were, like, <laughs> walking cliche. <laughs> but I... It's it's just going to be difficult. I think it's going to be difficult for the Steelers to be able to like rebuild long term if you keep on getting like draft picks like in the twenties, where the best you're getting like kind of mid. Um, you know, it's still like relatively good talent, but it's not as good talent as you could be getting. So like a few like um, I want to say a few years ago, the Niners were like they had like uh, they were pretty bad, right? And they drafted Nick Bosa, and they've turned around pretty quickly, and they're like now elite. You know, um, the Steelers haven't been able to do that just because the Steelers consistently will, like, for the past few years especially, will, like, barely, like, edge out to, like, being either, either like, um, 500 or now, like, 9 and 8. And then they just will, like, draft, like, um, I don't know. They'll draft somebody and maybe they're a good player. But I think they need to um, – it would be – I would like it if long-term, if they just had one season, just one season – where they were awful, 
so we could draft something. You are so entitled. Oh my god. Hold up, hold up. You have Najee Harris. You are... Jacob, they drafted TJ Watt with one of those picks. There is talent. They find talent. I also haven't been able to... like The Steelers have the potential to be a great franchise. They are I a great they, franchise. They've been a great franchise for good. Okay, not franchise. Fra- not franchise. A great team in the like in the upcoming years. But I would like them to get like just a high draft pick for once. You okay. can trade. You can no, trade you picks. Know, you know the Steelers. You know the Steelers don't. Really I know, but I'm telling you, that's more than That's one thing I hate about the Steelers. They're not flashy. Wrong with you. you are. You don't know what suffering is. All right. You don't get to say that. Oh, it's fine. We'll just tank for a year. Oh, I wish we had high draft picks. No, you don't. You don't know what it's like to lose for ten years. All right. The Giants have been so bad for so long. All right, you don't want that. I'm telling you right now, you don't want that. I have some kind of like as a fan, I'm kind of in that awkward position where I can't be like, yeah, the Steelers are like a good team right now because they were really- good with Big Ben for like ten years. Yeah, but we're talking like you were a Super Bowl caliber team for ten years. Good God, you need to rebuild. It's not the end of the world. You just need to draft offensive linemen and some linebackers, and that's it. Now, Jacob, the real question is: Do you believe Kenny's your franchise quarterback? Um, that did not sound very promising. Possibly. What do you mean? I think he's he's a rookie, Raj. I I think he's done like relatively. Well, considering uh, the play calling and the offensive line, um, blame Canada. I mean, he's been injured. You know, he's had concussions. He doesn't have a great um, stat line, and he really doesn't. Um, but I think that I like the. Um, I think the team kind of feeds off of him. I think the team like um, is, I think, like enjoys playing with him. And if that's the case, then. I mean, that's what you'd probably look for. You know, uh, well, in addition, like, good play, but that's probably what you'd look for in a franchise quarterback. Um, So I think he could be. If he isn't, I mean, I wouldn't be horribly surprised, but um, I'm not actively rooting against him. Okay, that's all I wanted to hear. I'm not actively rooting against Kenny Pickett. There you can have, you can clip that. Wow. (laughs) Clip it, put it out there. Jacob (laughs) doesn't hate Kenny. Unbelievable. But, um, um, yeah, I don't know. I think the Steelers, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. So you want them to lose. Well, at this point, I mean, it doesn't really matter because it's going to be like a game or so. But, like, in one season, it would be like one season. Like, we were had a horrible record at one point, And now we, like, we've rattled off wins. And it's impressive. And I'm proud of the team. But it's still like we're just that middle of the pack team. And we're just going to stay as a middle of the pack team. Jacob, I hear you. I think I would want to be like, I, like obviously one of the better teams in the NFL, but just kind of being middle of the pack. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but that's more relevant in basketball when like outside of the top 10, a lot of studs aren't drafted, but like in football, studs are drafted in the first round and second round all the time. So like, you just need to draft better in those rounds. Jordan Davis came in for the Eagles and made an immediate impact. And he's been great when he's been healthy on the field. 
and he was he was a first round draft pick in like in six number 16 um so like i don't think that there's been other great player pl- players that have been drafted higher in the rounds um that are that are contributing to their teams in second round picks so i don't necessarily i mean jalen hurts example is second round pick so like um i think you guys just need to draft better at like the position like 17 if you're right at 17 18 like draft draft better there and draft better in the second round because they're legit players that you can use on your team you're just not drafting where you need to draft or also, trade Jacob, up we drafted jalen rager so <laughs> it just doesn't happen oh yeah true i forgot like, about they, that. i Rager. really hate that they never do any flashy moves like <laughs> well i thought the standard was the standard the standard is the standard but they never <laughs> do flashy moves Raj, what were you saying no i was just saying if you think that your team was bad we drafted jalen rager yeah, like having a high draft pick does not mean you're automatically yeah. going to get a good player. Just look at Zach Wilson. Anyway, Ravens and Bengals. Moving on to Ravens and Bengals. The seed, both teams are in the playoffs, but like this decides the division winner too. So like we're talking about the Bengals because again, we don't know what's going to go on with that Bills game. The Bengals could lose this game to the Ravens and suddenly they're on the road against like the Jaguars or something like that. Actually. Yeah, I think so. I think they might, if they lose this game, they might be on the road in the Jaguars or something, something like that. So um, that that's a huge game. Um, but I expect the Bengals have a huge line on that game, like seven and a half or something. So um, they're going to be Baltimore. Yeah. They, but I don't know what's up with Lamar. Yeah. Um, the, the Ravens are averaging 12 points over their last like six games or something. It's like, they're bad. But they're winning. They still have won these some of these games. Their offense is just, uh, ugh, it's ugly. It's bad. Yeah, because they're treating yeah. what Tyler Huntley. That's their backup, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, they're treating him like he's Lamar, and he's just not. Not like, Lamar. He's just not Lamar. He's unfortunately he is not him. And like I, they need to throw the bag at Lamar because they have like centered their entire team around him, and the fact that they haven't gotten a deal done is really concerning. Yep, I agree. And that's then my, last, uh, uh, I was yeah, gonna say that's yeah. my all-time favorite meme—the one that's always like, uh, every time the Ravens lose, they post it where it's like a guy on his knees at a door giving cash. Oh yeah, it's like what Greg Roman to Lamar yeah. after yeah. the season's over or something. Yeah. And finally, the last game, and possibly my contender for game of the year, Lions-Packers. Um, Packers win, they get into the playoffs. Lions win, and all they need is help from the Rams to uh, beat the beat the Seahawks, um, which might be tough, but, man, like Aaron Rodgers in a win or go home. I believe the Packers are at home in Lambeau. Like, and you got the Lions, who are a high-powered offense, have kind of a questionable defense. I think this has... A great game written all over it. I I think so. I don't know who, uh, if uh, Christian Watson. I don't know if he's injured or not. Um, he he might should be, be good back. to go. Because if you got him and Romeo Dobbs at the beginning of the season was breaking out, he looked like a decent receiver. Also, this could just be the Aaron Rodgers effect that he is a in fact still a very good quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Every he has beat the washed allegations on like some. Um, I think you're right because I think this is one of those games where it's like. You know, the Lions just somehow find a way to lose. 
And I think this just might be the season where they got their hopes built up so much and they're going to get so close and then it's just going to get ripped away from them at the last possible second. And it's going to be heartbreaking, but I do think the Packers will beat them. And it's going to be funny if the Packers have to go in and play San Francisco in the first round. Because oh. oh. <laughs> we know what San Francisco's done to the San Packers. Francisco. Owns oh. the Packers in the playoffs, <laughs> but I also think there's a fun little re. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm 100 percent rooting for the Lions, though. I've like, dude, uh, they need to, awesome. they need now, to make the playoffs. Um, there's a part I'm like, I want to see Aaron Rodgers do it. Like, <laughs> I, I want to see. Like, honestly, I would love to see the Niners lose, the Vikings win, and have Aaron Rodgers go into. Uh, Minnesota beat the, Vikings. the Vikings, and suddenly the Packers with Aaron Rodgers, who everyone was like writing off for the entire year, Ugh. suddenly they have a second round playoff game. The Vikings with Kirk Cousins are going home <laughs> after Kirk, Kirk threw three interceptions against Aaron Rodgers. Like, oh that, like if you have like the Eagles versus the Packers in the second round, and then you have like the Bucks versus the Niners or something like that, like that to me just sounds like perfect. That like. Because then again, obviously the Eagles get to move on, but then like you have Tom Brady beating the, oh, Tom Brady beating the Cowboys, like what a great world! Oh my God, I mean that that might be your ideal thing, but I think what you really want is just you just want Detroit to cry. I think that's really what I like Detroit. I was tired because I'm Saint Brown. I love Dan Campbell. Uh, I just like I think it would be top tier entertainment if Aaron Rodgers. Gets it, and he did this thing again where he like he didn't quite say they were gonna run the table, but he was like they were four Calm and eight down, or whatever, yeah. and they were and they were like they're like oh don't worry like we'll we'll get back there, and suddenly now it's like oh they they can huh? yeah, and, and I think they will. the The only thing that would suck is if the Seahawks lose. Because what is it? If the Seahawks lose, then Detroit's in or out. I can't remember. No, no. So the Seahawks, if the if the Lions win and the Seahawks win, then the Lions don't get in. Yeah, but the thing is, is that that game's gonna happen before the Packers yeah. Lions game. So we might oh, be going no. into this game knowing the Lions cannot win. It. Like they doesn't matter what happens, so they're just gonna be in there depressed. Dan Campbell just an arc. Yeah, and then and then Rogers is gonna go in there and light them up for like six touchdowns. <laughs> Just oh. like Tyler. another another Hail Mary maybe for the win. Oh my oh God! My the city of Detroit would burn. He <laughs> would light that city on fire. That would be so bad. Oh, don't worry. I'll bet against. I'll bet for Detroit winning, so they'll lose. Oh no! I'm sorry to the city of Detroit. You just lost. If Raj ends up placing this bet, it's game. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You will it's not game. make the playoffs. It's On a side note, speaking of my betting, Justin, do you want to know what happened to me yesterday? Oh, yeah. What happened to you, Raj? So, you, knowing my curse, I bet the Virginia money line against Pitt, but then I also did a counter <laughs> bet to, like, just as a meme, that Pitt was going to uh, minus 4.5. I had it until the last second three they hit. For context, for anybody that doesn't understand what Raj just said, the Pitt played uh, UVA yesterday in uh, basketball. And Pitt somehow went on a 23-0 run and came back to end up winning the game. But Raj decided to place a, the smallest bet you could place on Virginia, so that way his curse would work. Pitt would win. But to try to make his money back, 
placed that pit would cover the certain spread in the game. And they didn't cover because some dude on Virginia decided to drill a three at the end of the game. Raj, my question is, why did you try to make your money back? It was like nine cents. Listen, I just make bets to make bets now. I really don't care. I may He's have a gambling, gambling addict. Like, I may have an addiction. If you are a gambling addict, unironically, please go to the gambling hotline. 1-800-GAMBLER. There yes. we go. Um, please. Uh, Raj is 21. Um, <laughs> but but that, I think that's going to be the end of the podcast. We are going to ax our NBA content for today as we are running a little bit longer than expected. But obviously, a lot of big games. Um, before we head out, though, uh, what's the game you guys are looking for this weekend? Definitely on Saturday, it's got to be the Jags Titans. And uh, I don't want to be that guy. I, I got to go with the Packers Lions. I, that game's going to be if, if Seattle loses going into that game, that is going to be an electric atmosphere. It's, it's going to be a win or go home atmosphere in Lambeau. Oh my God, that's going to be crazy. Uh, for me, uh, whoever on- the Broncos play. <laughs> game of the year right there shut up what fun about you Jacob well fun fact oh. the Broncos actually beat the Niners yeah they did I forgot about that who would have thought um, I'm a Steelers fan even though what I said on the podcast might not reflect it I am still a Steelers <laughs> fan so I'm going to have to no, go with uh, the Steelers game um, against the Browns um, and you're praying another downfall, point, so you're a Browns fan, so it's fine. At this point, if they're 8-8, eight and eight, they might as well win, because I don't think it's going to change up that much. Um, and then for... You, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Just I, said, I, said, I said that earlier. I said that earlier. I said that earlier. I said because they're like, <laughs> if they, when they had the, when the Steelers had uh, like a bad record earlier, I was like, in the season, I was like, okay, might as well just tank, because I didn't see the Steelers go even getting the 500 let alone having a win, a potential winning record so at this point since they're eight and eight they might as well like go out and try to win the game okay they we need well to i'm gonna look back at the records i don't know if you said that but okay we'll, we'll, check, well, we'll, we'll check in with you next week yeah um, they might we'll, as well we'll definitely game, but... We'll, we'll definitely be checking in on Jacob next week. This might be like a Raj, uh, Raj and uh, Thanksgiving dinner situation where he needs a week to re- reflect on what he said. Um, yes. But make sure you go check out the episode uh, Chaos at Thanksgiving. Um, but I, I'm definitely looking forward to the Eagles Giants game because the Eagles are going to clinch the number one seed and it's going to be great. Um, and you just and then- cursed us, bro. Why did you I, have to say I, that? I don't curse teams. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Anyway, this has been the oh, last episode. Oh, do you want to talk about been... your Vikings bet? <laughs> I didn't bet it. <laughs> you, you you told me that. you told me you should make this bet. Trust me, Dalvin Cook's about to score. Look what happened. The he almost had the first touchdown. He almost had it, and then he got stopped because you said that. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, this has been the Watch Athlete Podcast. If you liked what you guys listened to, please consider dropping a like and subscribing. It helps our small podcast out a lot as we try to grow. Uh, make sure you check out our main line episodes. You got a lot of good content over there. You can check out some of our previous This Weekend Sports episodes to hear about all the big news stories. And with that being said, this is Watch Athlete Podcast, and we will see you next time. Go, Bengals. Bengals are fraud.